Hello, I'm Monique Renee, and this is Fierce and Flowing, the podcast for women leaders seeking to harness their purpose and power while designing sacred lives of freedom and flow. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Fierce and Flowing podcast. I'm so excited to share episode 25 with you, the gift of intuition and making changes in your business with Gabby Guzman. Just love this conversation. There's so many great jewels in here, so make sure to stick it out through the whole conversation. Gabby Guzman is a business coach, and in this episode, she discusses her work in empowering women to embrace their purpose and strengthen their spirit. She talks about the shift in her coaching approach from focusing on business strategies to addressing fears, personal growth, and trust, and really how this modeled her own personal transition. She also shares her fierce moment of leaving her role as CEO of a women entrepreneur community that she really, really loved, recognizing the need for change and prioritizing her personal life. And she also highlights the positive experience of ending the partnership with her co-founder in a trusting and open-hearted manner. So join us for this very, very loving and fun conversation. This is a great conversation for those of you who are business owners and entrepreneurs and creatives. You're just going to dig it. So hop in and I hope to connect with you also on Instagram. So join me there and you can find me at I am Monique Renee. Have a great day, everybody. Hello, everybody. It's been a little bit since we've had a fierce conversation. And so I'm so excited to be back with everyone in Essentially Woo this morning. And at least it's morning in Montana. I think it's lunchtime already <laughs> yes. in like East Coast. <laughs> Still getting used to the two-hour difference. Um, and I see we have someone joining us already. Welcome, welcome. So for those of you who haven't been live with us, or maybe you haven't even watched one of our Fierce Conversations, um, we started this back in January. And these are vignettes. Um with fabulous women um, all around self-actualization, courage, powerful pivots, you know, and honoring our flow, which a lot of times takes us a while before we get to that place where we can make what I call fierce decisions to really support, you know, who we are, what we want to do in our lives, where we're going with boundaries and, um, and again, with a lot of that, that courage to make these decisions. So we've had a lot of great conversations. You can find all of them here in Essentially Woo just by typing in Fierce Conversations into the search. Um, but today I'm so, so, so happy to have Gabby Guzman with me. And um, she's a powerhouse. We have so much in common and I can't wait to talk about, you know, a lot of those things um, that we do have in common, like spirituality, like business, like... Um, feng shui. Know. Yeah, feng shui. Absolutely. And so many, so many other things. But Gabby, I'm going to let you introduce yourself because I know that you, like me, we go through these periods where it's like, okay, I'm working on this one core thing right now. And this is how I want to introduce myself. So tell us a little bit more about you and what you're up to right now in life. Absolutely. Absolutely. So my, um, the best way to describe my work these days is I help 
empower women to strengthen their spirit so they can embrace their purpose. And this is after many years as a business coach, and I've always been an intuitive business coach, even before I recognized that I needed to call myself that, um, realizing that there were, there was stuff going on back here. Okay. Right. All the stuff that goes on back here, like the limiting beliefs and also like over here is like your future self, like calling you into greatness. And then it's like all of these things that are kind of behind the scenes that for many of us are unexplored and they're actually running the show. Yes. And so what happens when we like invite them into the light? Yeah. What happens when we bring our wholeness into the picture and embrace all of who we are and learn to live with and have a different relationship with our fears, learn to embrace our vision and what excites us, what can we create from that standpoint? And so these days, I'm still very excited to work with women entrepreneurs because I feel like it's such a beautiful way to birth your purpose through a business or through a project and organization. But at the same time, like I have um, women coming to me to work through healing the death of a loved one Mm. or to just um, bring more joy and pleasure into their lives. And so really it becomes a way to just learn to strengthen your spirit and become more authentically who you are from a deeply spiritual place. Mm. I love it. And I love what you started with, which is these little voices (laughs) Mm -hmm. back here. There's this whole world back here, right? There's a whole world. I think that's one of the reasons why so many of us have begun to embrace things like I'm a spiritual coach, I'm an intuitive coach, because we can't quiet that world. You know, it is it is a part of our wholeness. And when we try to separate it to just keep moving forward, get things done, get from point A to point B, because we're so afraid that if we stop along the way to just listen, you know, to that inner voice that wise voice that we all have, um, that we're going to get sidetracked. And yet that's the beauty of these journeys that we have, right? It's about allowing ourselves to get sidetracked so that we can really be able to understand our purpose. Um, That strength that we all can cultivate if we, you know, really look at ourselves in the mirror and, um, and find that, that direction. So So I'd love to know more. Let's talk a little bit about the difference between being an intuitive business coach and taking someone through that process versus this new process. How how does it differ and how is it kind of the same still? Well, I feel like one of the things that would come up in the past is that I would be having, and it's so beautiful for me because like this process has been completely organic. It has been my own evolution and then the energy that I embody when I'm in with my clients and then the questions that they suddenly start asking. So to give you a very concrete example, five years ago, I would sit in front of a mastermind leading it and there would be questions about sales funnels and about marketing. And slowly they became questions about like, how do I move through this fear? I feel stuck over here. I don't have clarity here. I am afraid that I will always be X. I have this deep calling to do Y, but it terrifies me. Right. And so like, literally it was almost like my embodiment shifted Mm. the experiences that I started hosting. And so, whereas in the first, in the first example, I would still very much like answer 
the question about creating your sales pipeline from the perspective of like feel into who you want to attract and like what is the energy that you're embodying to a place where these are all the conversations that we're having, right? Like what energy are you embodying? What are you moving through? Where do you feel stuck? Where is your growth edge? Where do you get to ask for support? How are you cultivating trust in your life? Like it really is about a measure of success that is beyond what we normally see in the world, right? Like, it's not like, this is the number in my bank account. These are my number of clients. There are many people in the world who have presumably impressive numbers there and are miserable. Right. (laughs) And so I'm interested in the kind of success that has you sleeping well at night. Right. Has you waking up juicy and energized to do what you do and feeling fulfilled and feeling abundant and having it, having you embody that energy and just live it in your day to day and enjoying the juiciness along the way. Like that's the success I'm interested in. And does it come with lots of money? Hell yes. Yes. But I want it in a way that is fulfilling and authentic to you. Yeah. You know, it's so interesting because I I still think today I I work with a lot of, you know, corporations and, and executive women like you do. And, and I think we can probably both say we were that woman at one point too, where, you know, you're waking up and you're going to work and you're like, I'm not feeling, I'm just not, you're not able to engage in the way that you would want to, which is wake up with all of that energy. And what am I going to put out into the world today? And, and receiving it back from, from the world as well. And, and today the numbers are still dreary, the engagement numbers, it's about 70% of people are still disengaged from what they're doing, right? And so people wonder why we keep having this conversation about purpose, why we keep having this conversation about feeling good about who you are, you know, and and starting from that point, not the black and white, right? And so there's still so much work to be done. There's still so many... um, individuals who haven't been able to find that voice inside of them, that inner light that allows them to just be themselves, right? In in other words, no matter what it is that you're doing, you know, today I'm having this conversation with you tomorrow. I could be, you know, doing something completely different. And yet how can I still show up as myself and give the best of who I am? And when we're connected to that Mm -hmm. energy and that purpose, it doesn't matter what we're doing. Right. And so for many years, the conversation was, okay, if you're not happy, you got to leave your, leave your job, do something else, but not necessarily. Right. How do I find joy in what I'm doing today? And if I recognize that, okay, this job, this role is not the best for me, that's okay. How can I still, you know, bring the best of myself forward while I'm working on that plan of exactly how I want to show up, you know, a few months from now and um, love what you said, you know, it almost sounds like Gabby, that once we decide how we want to show up, the conversations change, the people that show Absolutely. up change, right? So yeah, maybe at the beginning, it was very business focused because that's how you showed up, right? It's like, yeah, I can build your And funnel. that's what I had learned, right? Like <laughs> right. that's what I had. And that's also what I had learned that people needed from me. Right. Yeah. So it sounds like you're really just, you've been intuitive is the right word. You're so connected with who you are. And, and so you are mirroring what the evolution of these individuals who are showing up for you. Yes. Right. And becoming who, who they need you to be. And, and in that sense, you're also evolving, yes. you know, yourself, yes. which is, Absolutely. which is awesome. So let me, let me now introduce the big question that I always ask, ask in these conversations, which is, 
Um, and I know we all have many, many fierce moments. And for me, how I define fierce again is those pivotal shifts in our life where we're like, you know what? I'm going to show up for myself. And that means that I'm going to make this decision. That means that I'm going to change the way I've been doing X, Y, and Z. Um, so what was, what is a, a recent fierce moment in your life that you're really proud of that, yeah. that you'd like to share with us today? Yeah. I mean, God, the a huge moment that happened to me last year was when I decided to leave my role as CEO of the business I founded. And um, some people here might be familiar with it. it was, it's a membership community for women entrepreneurs called Las Comadres. I launched it in the fall of 2018. I ran it for almost three years, um, most of that time alongside my co-founder, Jamie Nolan, and um, ran it from a purely like heart-focused, juicy, like excited place until like it started feeling like off for me to have that role mm. and for me to be involved in that way. And that was the beginning of recognizing like, this is a transition. And like, I gave birth to this baby, but I don't have to raise it for the rest of my life. Right. And so being able to step away from that role to leave my co-founder um, as CEO and like be okay with that was a huge internal thing for me because I thought I was going to be running it until I was 90 years old. Right. And I can't even tell you how many interviews I did where I said that. <laughs> right. Um, but that recognition that life changes, priorities change. At the time I was moving in with my partner, mm -hmm. he has three boys um, with my son, like so much of my life was shifting and the priorities of my full life were shifting. And I was not going to be in a position where I um, had the energy and the time and the space to dedicate to the new priorities of my life if I kept that role in that particular business. And yeah. so making a big decision and recognizing that that's what needed to happen was huge. And it was it, I had like a thousand ego deaths before that decision was able to like fully come through. And it did. It is, it's what needed to happen. And I also feel like there's something really beautiful when you've had, when you've created something with integrity and, and with deep connection and trust, the ease of that transition is something that I'll be talking about for the rest of my life. Yeah. Wow. Because I've had business partnerships not end well. Sure. And to the way that Jamie like was able to step up, the way that the two of us were able to manage that was so beautiful and so trusting and so heart opening. Um, and so open yeah. that I'm just super proud of that. Wow. So I, I'd like to dive into that a little bit because I think so many of us, whether it's a partnership or a, or a personal relationship, um, that's probably one of the biggest stressors that people have is relationships, yeah. right? And how yeah. do I share what I want to convey? How do I, how do I honor my truth and what I'm feeling? And uh, with the fear that this person may not want to ever talk to me again, you yeah. know, it could sever a relationship. And I think you and I both know, um, I mean, I know many people to your who've point, been through that. We've been through that where those relationships just are never what they used to be. Absolutely. And, and so I want to talk about, let's talk about leadership for a minute, you know, because what I'm, what I'm hearing from you is a lot of really important, like leadership um, qualities, uh, 
and characteristics, you know, that you kind of leaned into, you know, to be a leader, we can't, we can't keep doing what we've been doing, right? It's, it's yeah. a, it's, a, it's a, a ladder that we have to walk up. Um, you, you left your role, you know, and a lot yeah. of people are very fearful, you know, so yeah. talking about the ego death in, in leadership, we have to help raise other people up, Absolutely. right? So how, how beautiful that you were able to do that. Also a big part of leadership is having the difficult conversations, having a fierce yes. conversation with someone. So yes. what made it um, so open? What made it a beautiful process instead of uh, what it could have been, right? I, I think that at, at the end and at the core of it all is the relationship that Jamie and I have always cultivated with each other. And even our, like to give you a sense of like how we moved through things, like there's just, there's just always been this very raw honesty between us. And, and there was always this understanding that our friendship would never be on the line because of this business, right? That the relationship that we had was, was important enough to both of us. And that is what we preserved first. Like I sent this woman an email. She was not expecting this news. (laughs) Okay. And I went to New Orleans, which Uh is like my magic place. And I like had the download on the plane. And the next day I wrote her a super long email because I felt like, I was like, I want you to read it, process it. And then we can talk. (laughs) Yes. The first words out of this woman's mouth were, this must be the bravest thing you've ever done. (laughs) That just tells you like the human that I'm talking about. Right. (laughs) I just grabbed this immense weight of responsibility placed it square on her shoulders. And that is what she said to me. Right. Mm -hmm. So that like tells you everything. It's like the way that we communicated about work, the way that we moved through it, like, like, damn, I'm afraid of this. And what are you afraid of? And what are we creating? And wasn't this magical? There was just this like raw openness and honesty and a, and a preserving of the friendship. And, and we also knew like running a community for women entrepreneurs that we were constantly modeling and embodying what we wanted to be the intention for everyone. Absolutely. Right. And so like that kept us like coming back to integrity time and time and time again, which is what made a process like this, which normally can unfortunately be quite traumatic and hostile be actually like really smooth, you know? Yeah. You know, what comes to mind for me is like, you know, wouldn't it be wonderful if we created these sacred contracts with, Mm. you know, all of these important people in our life, right? We're we're always running at the speed of light. Um, But to be able to sit down and say, you know, what are the values that we share together? You know, what are the values that are going to guide our friendship? And um Hello, Ellie Manso Kane. Thanks for joining us. Happy to see you here. And um, because that's going to be different with everybody, right? We I have my values, you have your values. And part of lifting each other up is recognizing where are we the same, where are we different, and how can we help each other lift each other up through this process, whatever that process is, if it's a marriage, if it's a friendship, if it's a business partnership. And, and I think that um, we need more of that. You know, we need yeah. more of those honest, honest conversations where, to your point earlier, we're showing up whole as a whole yes. person. I'm going to show you my ugly side mm-hmm. and my really scary side. 
so that you know when you can help me, right? When you mm-hmm. know that I'm going through an ego death, you know, yeah. and yeah. I need a little bit of of support. And and conversely, when we're outgrowing each other, and yeah. I just need to move on, or you need to move on, and can we still love each other and have a relationship built in love and not you know and not in fear? So, um, how lucky are you guys to have each other? That's yeah. a beautiful relationship. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So Gabby, I have to ask because now knowing a little bit about this fierce moment. Um, so what sign are you? <laughs> Libra. You're a Libra. So relationships are so important. Oh my God. Yeah. And, and finding the balance, right. Of yeah. Making sure that I can see how that decision weighed on you, you know, yeah. as a Libra, it's like, I don't want to hurt her. And I don't want yeah. to do something that's going to damage this, um, this relationship. Um, yeah. so wow. Beautiful, beautiful to know mm-hmm. that. Hi, Neha. Hello. We've got some fabulous viewers here. Okay. Wait, I think I have two more comments. No. Okay. All right. So keeping an eye on this. Okay. So we talked a little bit about leadership and this is really important in this, in this group, um, because we're all leaders, right? It doesn't matter what title we have. It doesn't matter what business we're in. Um, leadership is how we show up every single day and how we show up for ourselves, how we show up for others and, and understanding that, um, helps us to make those fierce, you know, decisions and have fierce conversations with others, right? Because if we're not willing to be the leaders of our own lives, how are we going to raise up other leaders, right? Around us, in our businesses, in our homes, um, and so leadership is, you know, I'm, I, I'm hearing that a lot today. I want to go back to intuition because that's mm-hmm. something that comes up quite a bit in this group. I think almost everyone who joins Essentially Woo wants to be the kind of woman that makes decisions from a place where she feels it in her heart. She feels it yes. in her soul. She feels it in her body. Yes. And she doesn't necessarily have to pick up the phone and call 10 of her friends <laughs> Mm-hmm. for advice or she just says no like i got this this is the decision i know i need to make so yeah. with this fierce decision that you made gabby you said it felt off so mm-hmm. what did you feel like what started to shift for you did you feel it in your body was it a thought that showed up for you um how did how did that how does intuition show up for you i guess is the, yeah i mean for me intuition is very much unknowing okay and you know how some people are like, they, they see some people hear yes. some people, right. For me, it's like, it like lands as a deep knowing and yeah. there's no shaking it. I have learned, here's what I have learned to do. I've learned okay. to not question it, okay. but I do ask the universe to give me a couple days to settle in. <laughs> I was like, Just give me a couple days. I got you, but I need 48 hours to sit with this massive transformation of my life. Right. And maybe you're like me. Okay. Cause now we're getting really woo woo and everybody knows yeah. in this group. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I expect three signs universe. So I am not going to move forward. I know what I need to do, yeah. but I need you to prove to me my, this, I need signs. I need you to confirm for me that I am making the right decision. And I'll give you a fun example. And I think everybody yeah. will, will love this. Um, so what was I doing? Okay. Well, I think I was going through my priestess program. So for those of you who don't know, I went through a priestess program and then a high priestess program. So yes, you can call me a high priestess. (laughs) 
it's a lot of fun um, having that title. And um, we had to come up with a symbol for one of our, you know, for one of our special rituals. Yeah. And um, and I wasn't sure what that sign was. And I, and it was super important to me to have the right sign. And um, and so the first thing I did was I, I I get a lot of downloads. My downloads, which for me it's knowing as well, right? Intuition for me is just I I know it. Um, the words just show up in my in my head. And um, so I was going for a walk, and I said, okay guides universe i want you to show me my symbol and mm-hmm. i literally took not even 10 steps mm-hmm. and looked down and saw this beautiful feather okay mm-hmm. and um birds are, are are major messengers for me so i pay attention when i see feathers and so this beautiful feather showed up i didn't pick it up or anything i just acknowledged it and i said and i felt it in my body i just you know mm-hmm. i'm like okay i think that's my symbol um And so I just kept walking and I said, okay, thank you. Thank you so much. I need more. I need another confirmation, at least one more confirmation, please. (laughs) And so later, I think maybe the next day, um, went to one of my fellow priestesses homes for, for, I think it was full moon ritual. And, um, she picks up, she opens a circle with a beautiful poem, Mm that that we had used in in one of our previous rituals and again it, it was the coolest thing so as she was reading it i felt this knowing and in my head i got a vision of the cover of a book and i said mm. i really really feel and i don't know why i feel like what you're reading comes from a book that has that the cover of a book has a feather on it and so not kidding Mm-hmm. <laughs> so in mm-hmm. that moment, I, I literally stopped. I said, listen, we have to stop. I Googled it. And um, she told me the name of the book and I pulled up the image of the book and kid you not a feather on the cover of the book. And I'm like, okay, so that's it. So I felt what I, what I knew I knew had it confirmed twice. And, and that's how I have fun with, um, you know, with, with my intuition as well. And just asking the universe for signs and confirmations. And, um, you know, I firmly believe that we are not alone physically, Mm -hmm. but we're certainly not alone spiritually. And we've got all of these beautiful energies that are listening to us, want to support us, want to have fun with us in ways like that. Mm -hmm. And it's just another layer of working with your intuition and um, bringing some joy and fun into the process of making fierce decisions, you know, cause sometimes yeah. making those fierce decisions, you know, is really heavy and, yeah. um, and being able to lighten it a little bit uh, through spiritual spirituality, I think is, is kind of fun too. Absolutely. So absolutely. Oof, yeah. I love that. I love that example. And that's that knowing, I mean, I don't ask for signs, but that knowing is like undeniable for me. And so it's interesting. So you asked the universe for a few days. I asked the universe for a few days. And then instead of calling my friends for advice or feedback, I call them for accountability. So I call the people and every time, and I was like, I'm saying this out loud to you, because every time I say it out loud, I strengthen it as what is. And so now all of my brujas are on notice (laughs) of what I'm up to and are going to hold me to it. Yeah. And the beautiful thing about that is when you're surrounded with the right people, 
Yeah. They're not going to try to convince you otherwise. They may give oh. you feedback, right? Yeah. They're going to be like, hey, have you thought about this? I really feel like you should do this instead. But when you come back to those individuals in your life and say, I've made up my mind, yeah. whether it's right or wrong, this is what I'm doing. I need your, I need your support and I need you to back me up. They're going to be like, no oh, problem. Yes. No problem. Right. 100%. And then if it's one of those decisions, unfortunately, where maybe we were wrong, they're going to be like, it's okay. Let's talk about what we learned. <laughs> Absolutely. And it, and it was something that I needed to experience to move on. The, the thing that I feel like is one of the most powerful things that you cultivate as a human being, when you commit to this life of intuitive living, and when you right. commit to strengthening your spirit, is that there is a foundation of trust, and I'm going to be okay through all of it. All of it. Through all of it. Through the things that don't work out and the things that succeed enormously, right? Through whatever might happen, there is this like baseline of I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I am supported divinely. I am supported here on this earth. Like I can walk through the earth. I can mess up 12,000 times. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. And I think that that's one of the hardest, hardest, hardest skills that I've, that I've, um, seen others have difficulty with for whatever reason, I'm not saying I'm perfect yeah. at it by, by no means. Um, part of it may be because I'm a Pisces and I do go with the flow and, yes. and I don't want to experience pain or suffering if I don't have to. Mm-hmm. So, so for me, it's easier to shift and say, I'm just going to be okay because I yeah. want to feel okay no matter what, even though I'm not in a state of joy or bliss in this moment, I'm just going to accept what's happening because accepting what ha- what's happening feels so much better than fighting absolutely fighting you know what doesn't feel right but um i've noticed that that's one of the bigger skills that a lot of these fierce women in our lives um have trouble you know getting to like i just can't feel okay unless x y and z is happening in your experience you know working with women to strengthen their spirit what are some some of the tips or techniques or um, that you find really helps them to get to a place where it's a little bit easier to be okay with no matter what's happening? Absolutely. So I would say that like hands down, the thing that I always insist on with all my clients, whether it's a group program or one-on-one is to come up with a daily ritual. And to me, it is like a moment of your day that you are setting aside for your divinity. Yeah. And to like strengthen that part of you that knows, strengthen the voice of your intuition and strengthen your ability to remember your truth, which is that you are supported and that you're good and that it's going to be okay. And so having like, I feel like I'm constantly talking about the sort of compounded effect of being able to have that discipline and that commitment day day after day. I don't do it every single day. I do it most days. Yeah. And after a while, the really beautiful thing that happens that I loved because I saw it happen within myself and I've seen it happen a million times is that I used to live in a place where I was always freaking out. And I might have like one confident day when like some great thing happened. And then I'd come back to my usual like low level anxiety, freaking out, (laughs) existent default, right? And, and to be in a state and, and how did that surface? I was always worrying about money. I wasn't sleeping well. I would like think about all the ways that the thing that I was doing was going to be sabotaged. I would self-sabotage, right? Like that's the way that that would play out. After 
a certain amount of time surrounded by the right people with the right structure and committing to a daily ritual, it flipped. Mm. It flipped to the place where the trust and that I'm good became my new default. And I might have a day where I dip. I was like, oh my God, that was a hard day. And I'm like crying on the floor. And I'm like, why universe, why? (laughs) Right. And then like, but then I just come back to my like, but it's going to be okay. I trust. Like it never falls so low that I feel like I can't get out of it. Yeah. Yeah. A new normal, right? Yeah. Yes. It's a new normal. Like the baseline, my spiritual baseline shifted into trust. And it's still something that I, you know, I spent the first like 30 something years of my life in the other one. So it's still something that I have to actively cultivate and come back to, but it is, it is because I've certainly been through difficult, difficult times in this new baseline. And it feels totally different. It feels so different. And when you go back to that old place, oh boy, do you feel it? You know, once you get to that new normal and you go back to an old pattern, Mm -hmm. it's just, it's just not the same, you know, Uh, you just feel horrible. You want to run away from it. And um, I love that low level anxiety. And the reality is, is so many people live there. They just don't know it because they're not willing to accept that that's where they are. Right. And so the the beginning of transformation, I know you would agree is just the awareness, the awareness of this is my default. I don't like it. It doesn't feel good. And because of this default that I have, I'm stressed out. I'm over. These are the majority of the, the words that everybody uses, stressed out, overwhelmed, sick, tired, not making enough money you know, not happy. And, and so, okay, it's okay. Let's just accept that that's the um, default. And now we have to shift it. Right. And, And, and I feel like one really helpful thing for people who are feeling resistant to going all the way there is like, what if we just agree that something has to change? Yeah. Yes. Period. For today, that's all you have to do. And that's a fierce decision right there. <laughs> that's in our, you have you don't have to know what it is. You don't have to know how deep in the water you're going to go. You just need to know that something needs to change. And by like baby stepping it in that way, it makes it possible to start opening up. I mean, like, what if as an experiment, we explore A? All right. right. Let me sit with A and see how it feels. Yeah. I can pop back out anytime I want. But let me like give myself the opportunity to explore something different in my life and to explore that maybe there are some stories and some attachments that I have that don't define me and aren't serving me. Yeah, absolutely. It's almost like um, this concept of playing the game of life because life is kind of a game, right? But if we approach it, if we approach the game of life from an unconscious place where we're not really paying attention to our default tendencies the choices that we're making and we're just running through the script like we do yeah. every day. Um, it's impossible, you know, to shift out of it. But once you make the decision that I'm going to be aware of the game that I play and I can play it from a place of consciousness where uh-huh. in every moment I'm pausing and deciding what's going to feel good right now. Yeah. It just changes the way you play the game of life, you know, and it just is a little bit. Um, So I'd love to know, Gabby, and I know you mentioned that it changes, mine changes too. I think what what hasn't changed about my morning routine is that 
the first two hours of every morning are mine. And then I decide what I want to do with it. Right. Yes, you fill it up however you like. I fill it up usually. I'm I'm pretty consistent. I tend to fill it up with um, meditation first, walking my dog, then coming back and doing like yoga or Tai Chi or something like that, and then journaling or whatever. Um, But sometimes it's different. How? So let's not talk about the the consistency of ritual, but what are those aspects of your ritual that have really supported you along this way, you know, along your journey that you've been on? Yes, yes. I mean, for me, I'm a big person. Um, I process a lot when I write. Mm-hmm. So journaling is huge for me. Um, and so journaling is a big part of it. And I, for a while I did, um, the artist way and I did morning pages, which for those of you who might not be familiar, it's basically you fill up three pages every day. It doesn't matter if it's like gibberish, right? Like your point is to just like write and let it all out. Um, so journaling is huge for me. Now, one thing that hasn't come as, as, um, natural for me, but it's my growth edge is the movement. Yeah. Um, and so I will like take a long walk, like, yeah. you know, and, and like literally before I start walking, I'm like, I'm taking this walk with the intention of X. Yes. Right. Like if, if there's something like weighing on me, mm-hmm. I'm taking this walk by the end of this walk, I will have this lifted and I will have clarity around X. Um, and sometimes it's just the movement for the sake of movement. And that's beautiful. And that like shakes up energy and does what it needs to do. But for me, like, the act of physical movement is like the shaking up of energy so that I see clearly so that things get unstuck, you know, like I do that with intention and also um, meditating and altars. Like I, you and I are both feng shui people. We're both physical spaces people. Like I I'm constantly like, if I'm feeling stuck, the first thing I do is declutter, move things around, light a little sage, start setting things up differently. And then all of a sudden, like the things in my house are talking to me. It's like this plant wants to be moved over there and this wants to go here. <laughs> 27 <laughs> things, girl, move the 27 things. hundred percent. Like it's one of my favorite <laughs> tools because like also as a Libra, I'm like a big lover of beauty. And so yes. it just like very much plays to my natural tendencies to shift my personal, the energy in my physical space to shift the energy within. Yes. It's unbelievable. So let's talk a little feng shui. So ladies, uh, yeah, Gabby and I are both certified feng shui professionals. And, um, you know, I share with everybody that the proof is in the pudding. Like I don't have to, I don't have to prove anything. In fact, both Ellie and Neha have done feng shui with me. And are believers in, you know, and that really you're shifting energy, pure and simple. You're clearing energy. You're raising the vibration of energy. And through feng shui, what I love most about it is that it's, for me, one of the best tools for living intentionally through mind, through body, through spirit, through space. Yeah. And, um, and so the I'll you know I'm going to share just a couple examples but for me the biggest thing is when other people come into my space that's when I know that I've done a good job yeah. that that it works because you know back in 2019 um we had a home and we sold it um and boy did I do so much feng shui on that home and and mm. and I do it daily you know I practice like you daily feng shui it's like what doesn't yeah. feel good and um I'll never forget that my realtor walked in and he's like 
gosh, it just feels good in here. And his comment during the open house was that this was the first time that he's ever heard people say, multiple people say, God, it just, the energy in here feels really good. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Could have come Nicely done. Yeah. And we sold, we sold our house in one day, you know? So it was like, yeah. oh, okay, beautiful. And and even today I have a much smaller space. I'm just in an, in an apartment, but I, I love it when people come over and say, I just love spending time here, you know? Yeah. Can, can we spend time in your place? And I'm like, you know, so you can feel the love when you pour it into a space. And, um, and so, yeah, decluttering is, is one of the the things that I try to do daily because a lot of people get overwhelmed with the concept of feng shui. Like you don't have to do it all at once. In fact, I think it's so much more powerful when you look at an area of your life let's just talk wealth and abundance because so many people want more money or, you know, and say, okay, well, let me figure out where are those wealth corners, areas, quadrants in my home. And let me just look with an open eye, you know, like, does the area look good? Does it feel good? What's represented there? You know, and if there's clutter clutter here, (laughs) is there dust, dust and spiders in the, you know, in the corner, Um, what colors are represented there? Because you know, colors is one of the best ways to shift energy. Um, so how are you using feng shui today? Like in your business, obviously you use it personally and are benefiting from it. Um, is it also something that, that you bring into your business with your clients? Yes. So, um, one of the areas that I love to activate is the fame and reputation area. Um, and it's really fascinating because like, I feel like the name doesn't do it justice. Like this area really is reflective of in so many ways, like how you feel about yourself and how you present yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, even though the name is sort of more externally focused, but I like have been in this moment of my life and career where I feel like I'm like moving to a different space that is like even more public and even more visible and writing a book. And so like, I have like these things going on that I know are just naturally positioning me in a different space. And so activating that part of my office has been really fun and intentional because I know that so much of it is like me seeing myself in a new light, like me, like my word for the summer is claim. And so like me claiming my power, claiming the impact that I get to make at an, at a deeper, more profound, more powerful level so that I can show up for those things that I want, um, more fully and more whole. And so, um, yeah, there's a lot of, there's some red, there's some fire, yes. there's some, there's some height. <laughs> triangles. <laughs> yeah. Triangles I, I, love, height. I love to put cactuses, um, mm red cactuses with, um, you know, there's so many great ways to activate yes. all of these different areas. Um, yes. that, that is a really important one for women. I, women, yeah. entrepreneurs, women leaders. Totally. Um, yeah. So much of what you're speaking to today, which I really appreciate because, you know, one of, one of the ways that I work with corporations is, is leadership. I'm a, you know, leadership trainer and so much of what you're saying without using the word leadership is leadership, right? And and it's like, who are we? Who are we? And how do I want to embrace the vision of my life that I desire? And how do I step into it and claim it for myself, right? Mm -hmm. And um, so these are small ways that we we really are activating our leadership as as women in the world. 
and not just business women, but mothers and friends and daughters and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So um, awesome. I, I love that we have that in common because I love speaking the language of feng shui it's without so sounding fun. like a crazy person. You know, It's so fun. It's like, to me, it's play. It is play. Like, it's like a yeah. new way to play with my magic. And like, yeah. what's not fun about that? Like, right. And it's kind of fun, really, to after you make a, a shift over the next few days to ask yourself what changed yeah. in the three in the 3D world, you know, because yes. a lot of times something will change in the 3D world. I remember recently I, I, I activated, um, you know, one of my quadrants. And recognize that the very next day something showed up. And I was like, it's so important to make the energetic connection. Absolutely. The universe is recognizing that we are intentionally bringing something forward or requesting something. And guess what? They're, they're matching it. The universe is matching it, but sometimes we don't, we're not aware of it. And so it's nice to, you know, to make that connection. All right. So we've got just a couple minutes left. Um, you mentioned a book. I'd love to give you the space to maybe just say a couple oh, wow. words about it. What yeah. is this book about? Yeah. So um, the book is about sisterhood. Oh. The book is about sisterhood and making friends as a grown up. Oh, oh I got to buy it, girl. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. I feel like, you know, I, I've had so many different chapters of my life, but but like good girlfriends have been yes. the backbone of my life. And, um, and also like having, having been called to work with women as a coach and then having been called to create a membership community for women and, and holding that very active intentional space for three years, I learned so much about yeah. how much we need each other and how we can create deeper, more honest, more authentic relationships where there is grace, where there is care, where there is deep honesty and truth, where there is courage. And so it's just sharing my, my experience with that. And, and, and the book is really going to be like a sharing of my experience and also like an active guide for you to, you know, have like ideas for things that you can try journaling prompts to explore within yourself, like just like an active experience of how you can start embodying and calling this in, in your life. Yeah. I love it. I love it. You are, you are a creator, you know? And so I I love what you're creating. Um, And, and I also saw just by checking you out over the last year that you've got um, a really cool tool though. Are you still selling it for women who want to, you know, uh, your business planning? Yes. Um, Yes, yes, yes. Talk to us about that because I thought that was so neat and so creative and uh, just a beautiful way to intentionally create you know, your business uh, for those yes. of you who want to be an entrepreneur if you're not. Absolutely. Right. So this really was born out of a process that I came up with for myself yeah. um, and started like, I, I realized that as I was like in a moment of reinvention for my business, I asked myself a series of questions and I, asked, and I took like one index card for each question. And it was not only kind of the standard business questions, but I wanted to create a business that was rooted in intuition and rooted in my, in my truest, most authentic spiritual self. And so I came up with these 10 questions and they each became like 
like 10 different exercises and were and like that you would work through right and then have them up somewhere visible whether you kept them in your like daily planner or whether you kept them up on the wall they're designed really beautifully to stay present to them because oftentimes what happens when you're doing business planning is you have like a remarkable day and then you shut that notebook out or you leave (laughs) it in the google docs and you never see it again Right. Like these cards are meant to be magic. Like these cards are meant to be almost like a vision board where you're actively like pouring your energy into them every day. And the energy of that creation is coming back to you every day. And so these cards will, and this plan will walk you through everything from like how to show up on social, how you want to show up on social media to like, what are your daily rituals? And like, how much money are you going to make? And how are you going to plan your days? So like the really core essentials of planning an intuitive business are in the intuitive business plan. I love it. And so this is, it sounds like it's a really powerful tool for those of you who are more um, tactile, who are more creative, who are not going to put together a 25 page business plan. Like I would never do that as a creative person. Yes, 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 yes. It's designed for creatives. Absolutely. And then from a feng shui perspective, my gosh, to be able to activate that, like actually put it on your wall and activate it energy energetically and look at it visually. Yes. Oh, so powerful. So I, I, yes, yes, yes. When I saw that I was like, Oh, that's such a cool tool. Yes. So, um, all right, Gabby. So this has been awesome. Loved having this conversation. Thank you for being so open and sharing like your soul with us today. My um, pleasure. How can, uh, if somebody wants to get in touch with you or just connect with you, if they're not already connected with you on social, like what's the best way for these beautiful ladies in our group to stay connected with you? The best way is definitely Instagram. So at the Gabby Guzman, G-A-B-Y-G-U-Z-M-A-N. Okay. Awesome. So DM me there and we'll hang to let, let me know that you found me here. I would love to, I would love to know. Oh, awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time. So thank you, Monique. This is a dream. All right, honey. Take care. Love and life. Bye everyone. All right. Bye everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in to Fierce and Flowing. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you prefer to watch it, make sure to find my YouTube link in the show notes. And I would love to connect with you on Instagram. You can find me at I period am period Monique period Renee. And that's with two E's. Can't wait to catch you next week and on Instagram as well. Until then, make sure to tap into your fierceness and prioritize your flow. See you soon.